Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, no, I'm blessed. No, no, no. Oh, oh, yeah, we'll just cut it out. Bob, because, hey, no, no, this, this will get out somewhere. <laughs> you know what it looks like? <laughs> <laughs> you know, you're like, yeah, you're like, woo, jokes, innit? <laughs> just fucking with you. <laughs> I was just fucking with you, right? <laughs> Oh, that's yeah. oh, it. We got bear jokes in it. And I know you're listening, babes. I love you. I love you. I bet you're now listening to the Three Shots of Tequila podcast with Marvin Abbey, Mr. Exposed, and Taser Fucking Black. No, but literally, like, you know, when you think of, you know, what I mean, restaurants, brunches, and all of that, yeah? You know, when you think of London? Because mm. we always say, you know what I mean, there's not many places to go to in London and so on. Bro, because of, you know, kind of checking out the competition recently and stuff, I've had to go to so many different restaurants. Like, I think I spent maybe three or four days out of every week. Just checking in, the competition on that. Bro, let's just restaurants in London in general. Like I said, I like to see what's going on here, what's mm. going on. Take bits from different places. It's fucking expensive. I used to go to Sketch, by the way. And that's enough. Sketch. Sketch is pretty dope. Okay. Um, but one of the things, you know what I mean? That's one thing I've realized is when people talk about, oh, be a business person, be a this. So I'll go up, bro. Imagine going out for dinner with a team of six people, your team, people that work for you. Who pays the bill at the end of the night? You, bro. Brother, you know, the bill comes in, you're looking and you're thinking, bro, my brethren has a job here. <clears throat> Obviously, I don't know the inside, the ins and outs of what she does in the office, but after hours, she gets to entertain clients in it. Bro, that's what she does. She just goes to these places. No, but that's how it works. Sketch, Rocker, no, but Pakistan, and the company's paying for it. I like Keith, CEO. He's not paying for it. Bro, no, but no, it's you true. don't understand. It's true, because that's it's, how it works. I'm doing it for your company, but at the same time, these are the times so that everyone has, clients want so, okay, to get entertained. With my, my stuff and stuff like that, so I'm, I'm in a position now where I'm like, okay, I've given out, I think, two or three business cards mm. at the moment. But that's how it works. So everyone has, you know I mean, how much, even just the company Uber and stuff like that. And that's something we're probably going to do more of. Now it's not as bad because the restaurant's not open yet. But when the restaurant opens, so we have a Thursday, Friday, Saturday, we have a 2.30 a.m. license. So imagine when staff are going home at 2.30 a.m. How are they getting home? Yeah. They have to pay for the Uber. You know what I mean? You can't have, you know what I mean, young women going home on bus mm. at 2 in the morning. You know what I mean? She's talking about she lives in Morden. You're going to yeah. let her catch the bus? We has to, has to pay for it. So I thought it was just one of those things that was hilarious because, you know what I mean? The first time it happened, you know what I mean? I'm looking around the table like, oh, you're waiting for me to pay yeah, for it. Yeah, because it, happen, it happens with, the, like, for example, um, with events. Yeah. And your door staff is, has to stay an extra hour because you're making dough. You have to pay for it. And then the, the least that you could do is just pay for the Uber home, innit? Yeah. That's, that's the, the least you could do. Or, or offer to drop them home. But that's literally, it's just part <coughs> of it. So even when we go out to check out, you know what I mean, different places. And the same thing I said to you, we're going to, so with my team, um, so we had to move our Peru trip, you know what I mean, for different issues. And oh, stuff. yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Remember, when I first got the, <laughs> okay, you know what I mean? I bill, I said, when yeah. remember I showed you the quote, when I got the quote for that trip to Dingy, to Peru, Marvin, with all the stuff that we have to do. So we're going to different restaurants, this. So um, my um, travel agent, the way she, but the craziest thing is what she, the, the itinerary she put forward to us here yeah, is the best deal you can get for what you're doing. Mm-hmm. Uh, bro, I said, just give me flights and hotel. Figure out the rest when we get there, bro. <laughs> but she's dope because she got us, when I say reservation, so um, there's this, there's a restaurant in Peru. It's called Central. Is a you know well, Peruvian restaurant or whatever, bro. But it's literally top ten. Mm. So there's two restaurants. They're top ten in the whole like in terms of top hundred restaurants in the world. They're top ten. So getting reservations at those places is next to impossible. As in, mm. I mean, I'm talking about their three month waiting list. 
Fuck but when you get there, when you book them, there's a $200 per head spent. So imagine you're traveling with a team of six people. So when you go there, literally, it's a minimum of 12 bills. The minute you get there, that's the minimum. You know what I mean? That's what, you know what I mean? Minimum. But when you get to places like that, you're not spending the minimum. So your bill is literally two bags. And you're like, every restaurant we go to, it's two bags. Oh, you know, now, now that you've said that, yeah, I think we should extend the conversation further with the whole... Takeoff thing. No, would you pay for oh. dinner with Jay-Z? Oh, no. Because the restaurant Jay-Z is going to go to, you have to be able to pay the bill. Ah, uh, there's a I video. Think that's a, I think there's that's a, a better way. I found a video that I was going to say. But who's going to pay the bill? No, if you want this conversation, no. pay the bill. No, if you pay for it, because you, mm, if you give them the 15 bags or whatever. You know what I'm saying? Pay, if I'm paying 15 bags, nigga, you're covering the bill. But I paid you 15 bags. There's a video I want to send you. It is on, so this guy was talking about um, his experience of meeting Gary Vee. Mm. And he talks about, so he was like, I think he, it's a weird type of situation. He was talking about, he sold one of his businesses. He made XYZ amount of money and he was waiting for certain things to happen. So he's not working. So he turned into one of these, you know, gurus. He turned himself into an anti-guru. So what he would do is he'd take all of these motivational speeches that people would say and he would parody them. You know what I mean? So he would say stuff like, you know what I mean? Um, Like sleepy. Uh, a Basically, like literally hours. Yeah, no, no, yeah, stuff like that. Yeah. Where it's like literally, you know, what I mean, what's family when you have to build your empire? And he put up a post one time where it was like he got his PA to go to his kids' play at school to FaceTime for him because he was in the office. Well, that's money big, has. You know what I mean? No, because he was in the office dealing with a yeah, big I know, but, yeah, but, whatever, but he was just a parody. Yeah, he was playing on it. So off the back of and that, it took off. Yeah, it took off. So he, you know, what I mean, he it, it was doing big. So off the back of that, he would then do things where. He would go to these people's events and stuff like that. And he was basically showing people how it's a scam and so on and so on. So he went to one event where he was waiting to meet Gary V. And he was like, he was going to ask Gary. So he was going to get to the front of the queue and he was going to ask Gary V to write the foreword for his book. But in his mind, he knew Gary V was going to say, I don't fucking know you. You know what I mean? Why would I do that? But that's how, that's the foreword he was going to put in his book. I don't mm. fucking know you. Who are yeah. you? Gary V. So he's like, he's got into, he's like, he's cost like two bags to get there or whatever. And he's, and he's like, there's bear scammers at this thing or whatever. And so on and so on. And there's Gary V. And he's like, cool. He's got into this meet and greet with Gary V. He's ready to say to my write the foreword for my book. He's like, the girl in front of him put out a book. And she's like, hey, Gary, I want you to write the foreword for my book. And he's like, I don't fucking know you, whatever. He's like, fuck, I can't do that yeah, now. Or whatever. It's look corny now. Yeah. So he's like, he's ended up saying to Gary, hey, you know what I mean? Um, I sold my business for two million pound or whatever, whatever. You know what I mean? I'm not motivated to do anything and this, this, this. So I basically told him I've got, I spent, I sold my business for however many million pound. I'm not sure if it was two or eight or something along the line. So first thing Gary V said, why are you here? And then I had a conversation. So Gary V's invited him to headquarters or whatever in America. You know what I mean? Some stuff has happened in between. He's flown him over and he hadn't, he had, I, I'm, and I'm not even going to say the whole thing because I want you to watch it and kind of see how it goes. And he's had a less than pleasurable experience with Gary. But it's, it's, a, it's just interesting to listen to the way he tells the story and the, the way the whole thing kind of... Yeah, send it to me. I actually up. watched that, yeah. Yeah, no, it's actually dope because, you know what I mean? Because you know how I feel about them kind of people. But it was just something that was great. And the way... And, and I think... Because he tells stories in the way you do. So that's why I thought it would be great mm. to kind of listen to because the way he tells... The whole thing and stuff like that. But it's like it's like that time when I, I've, I've told Keith this story, but I'll tell you, Marvia, for the sake of the listeners, yeah. That like one time I woke up, yeah, I'm not going to say who, but 
someone that's very close to me has phoned me and has gone, oh my God, this person that you follow here, so inspirational. So I'm like, who? They showed me the profile. I was like, ah, yeah. no, I was like, don't piss me off, man. She's like, no, like, he makes you want to, like, you know, I've, you know, for the past two weeks, yeah, I've been waking up at 6 a.m. because of him. I'm like, what? Yeah, I need to, I need to catch his, his IG lives and when he's, I'm like, nah, this, I know this done, this, this fraud star. <laughs> Like, you see what I'm saying? But you're calling me, telling me that this guy's is is rich to allow me. When I told Keith, Keith was dying. I'm like, this is how they win you over. But mm-hmm. some people are just more clued up than others. It's like, bruv, you're not can. You know, it's just like personal I know training. This is fake. Like, allow me, man. You know, personal trainers that do all the fancy shit. Brother. That's people. That's what people wanted to see. And it's the same thing with the motivational stuff, right? Mm-hmm. When you give people straightforward information, it's like, oh, doesn't sound really cool. Yeah, Eric you Thomas know? is king of that blood. Yeah. You, people tell you have to die on the line. Like there's always fucking dramatic bro, music. That's why the black dude. Yeah, they talk about the lion is the king of the jungle. There ain't no lions in the jungle, bro. Yeah, you know what I mean. You're like you lions know. in the you know what I mean Sahara, bro. <laughs> mm. you, know, like, you say that to him, yeah, in in one of his seminars. Now you're a negative. You're person. a negative one. But this is it. Like even people want all that fancy shit, Marvin. Nobody wants to tell. Wants you to tell them do some compound exercises, deadlift, bench, squat. Tell people you could get hence just doing that. No thanks. I want to go jump on a Bosu ball and do backflips and do the splits. You know what I mean? With some cables hanging off my nipples, bro. That's what people want to do. They want to do that stuff. Exercise when man is doing Euro training. Man want to do Euro training because you know when you tell people like it's the simple shit. Because you know what? Yeah, okay. I went, I went, because it would be that easy taste. Is that? Yeah. Easy? Brother, I went gym yeah for about three four years. Obviously getting advice from Chiz and Keith yeah. But obviously, they're not in the gym with me, so they don't know my form. They're just like, you must be going well because, Taser, you look, you're getting bigger. Cool, brother. Then there's times when my bones are hurting. I'm like, it shouldn't be painful. You know what I'm saying? Mm. All you're doing is just getting bigger. I'm not, I'm not in the gym doing a mad thing. I'm doing yeah, the... Yeah. I mean, well, I've come to realise man's not holding the bar properly, but I've been thrashing my wrists, holding the bar 100 kg, getting it up. My wrist is like big, man. Bro, when I made the changes... Help. I had to humble back to 40 kg. And I couldn't do it again. It's like, it's not, it's not a joke, bro. Like, with the new form, I couldn't just lift 180 and 60 anymore. I had to go all the way back to 40. Because it's like, now, my chest is like, oh, we awake now because I'm doing it properly. Do you yeah. know what I mean? My arms, I don't feel no pain. I can bench it. It's like, I'm not even using my arms now. But because of the form, that's how it's supposed to have always been. But that's why, but that's why they even say, like, in terms of in gym inductions and... Yeah, yeah, like take that. them seriously. It's important, but a lot of man just go to the gym and just say, I don't need an induction. I don't need to know what's going like, on. Like, man, man, a bench. You need to know, yeah. bro. Forearms lean, big man. But there's a way you can bench where your arms stay straight the whole time. Obviously, it causes, it forces you to extend more. And obviously, this is foreign to certain man because what, they, what did they have to do? They have to lessen the weight. But I went through the whole phase of like but telling it, people I'm injured. That's mm. why I'm doing 40s and 50s. Because man will come and ask you, you're big man. What? 10s on each side? Yes, bro. 10 on each side. I, I got something happening here. Now I'm benching one hundred light work, feet in the air, doing the gentleman press. You're over there, wrist is fucked. But mm. but now you can't tell, man. By the way, because you ain't got a certificate. You're not a PT. This PT don't know what he's talking about. He read the book. Don't get me wrong. He passed the test. But that's even. But, but even, he don't know what he's doing. But I saw a video the other day, and one guy was talking about squats, and he was saying like three different people can squat. Ah, uh, the mechanics. And he was talking about oh, the yeah, mechanics. Yeah, yeah. I know Cold. Cold. I, no, I Cold. said it to Matthew. We were talking about mechanics of a squat. We yeah, were yeah. About and he some was... people can end up leaning forward. Yeah, yeah. And, and, and he did, the way he... either long this way, yeah. you're long mm. that the way, way you or you're down, long this he, way. He was like, yeah, like, there's some people, for example, that can get mad low 
with a squat and it's nothing and to them. And you the metal thing. And there's some people that, that are taller that can't. And it's like, it's not to do with just squat, it's to do with the mechanics of your body that if you've got like a longer femur, yeah, whatever, whatever. One, yep. And I was like, oh, because obviously remember, I've got a longer femur, so for example... So the, the way you look at the bottom is different the, to yeah, how I, I would look I remember, at the bottom. And even if I go back with a longer femur, if you I go forward. back, back... I'll just fall back. Yeah, so that's because what remember you tend that, to lean cause, cause forward I'm, more. I'm like this, whereas well, if someone's got a shorter femur, can do it. But, but, so you mm. tend to lean forward more yeah. to balance out. Yeah, but yeah, those yeah. people, yeah, that can, as in sit upright with the weight on them, yeah. Me. Yeah, so I, I don't know what the, is it long femur or longer torso? I don't know. I have a longer torso. Yeah, longer torso, Big, yeah. If you look at so me the, like, yeah. The yeah. way the bar sits on him, if the bar sat on me the same way in that squat, too much pressure on my back. Mm-hmm. That's why I'd rather distribute so the weight to the front legs, Long torso And mm-hmm. from, from the front It's so easy to get down now And it's like If I knew this And I just humbled myself Thinking you know what Taze The way you're built or, or you know like People have started putting The um the plates underneath their heels So it's elevated heel That can help your squat It does but it fucks up The front of your foot you So I'm saying so, so, But you compensate But what I'm saying is when once, I, once you raise your heels I say you see some people Put plates behind When you squat if you have a long you know, femur, you can sit in your squat more. But you know, bare, it changes your body completely, yeah. like the shape of your body. But it's based off even the um, the weight f- trainers. Yeah, yeah, like yeah they yeah, have the thing. Yeah. Bro, because even and like... And those when, are great because they're stable as yeah, well. Yeah, because when I went to Chitazaz and that and we were doing it during squats during the summer, it's like people don't realise that certain trainers, yeah, that like spongy... I'm not squatting in boots. But they're, they're not good for you <laughs> because the thing fuck, is... They, you they, will fuck they, yourself up. Yeah, they take a lot of the pressure. Remember, when you're coming down and you need to push off, you can't. That, you can't because the spine has got it. And you're even not, you're not, you're not, people don't realize even air bubbles are dangerous. Yeah. You can be squatting one day, the air bubble pops you off. And not finish, even that, bro. bro. Like I tell people, that's how you roll your ankle. Yeah. Like I said, when you're wearing, like, uneven stuff. When I see people pick up heavy weight wearing trainers that are. Squishy. Ankle just go, but <laughs> squats deadly. Like, that's why I, for me, like, you know, you take your socks off, your shoes off, and you're in stocks. Flat foot Listen, You pain. can feel the floor Apparently that's good as well Because when you squat Or do anything barefoot Your body learns To distribute The, the weight the evenly, weight yeah. evenly. Yeah. Whereas if you're wearing trainers Sometimes you might be On your tiptoes mm. Like you might do something that Bro I encourage people To walk barefoot As much as they can Because literally That's the natural Way your foot works And stuff like that Because literally like When you run So when the trainers we wear Remember We wear a lot of trainers That push our toes yeah, yeah, yeah. But when you you know what I mean? In a, in their natural state, our feet do a lot of work this way. You know what I mean? Spread out and so on and so on. And that's why sometimes when you see the veins and whatever through your foot, you can see what everything's doing. But what do your shoes do, especially when you wear very narrow trainers? Mm. They squeeze everything. But them wide foot crepes, I've seen them, but they don't look good. Man. Brother, even, don't, even me, and, me, me and Rich went to Bournemouth Beach, yeah? And then um, I was walking on the beach, brother. Man, I can't lie to you. Man, maybe walked about 500 meters. Man was tired, bro. Yeah, you're back. Bro, my feet are thinking, what the fuck is going on? Obviously, the, the, having to go the, the ground's on the yeah. evening, but like on the, when I'm hitting the ground, my feet are doing like that. Mm, that's how girls feel when they wear heels, you know? My feet haven't done that before. So, like, my feet were getting tired, and I was like, raw. My calves were tired. Like, and girls I was like, are going for a lot, you know? You lot are basically doing extended heel. And doing scrunched up toes and walking kind of lean. Yeah, but they don't do it for the, the sake of fashion. They don't do it all the time, though. No, but I'm saying, but no, you, you know, like you, when you, they've you never the, worn heels before. No, but you can tell the girls that do it often because their calves look sick. Mm, yeah, keep doing it. Oh, you notice that, like, so but there's a certain threshold you got to cross, man. Listen, there's beauty at the other side. Keep wearing those heels, baby. <laughs> the toes might be the toes might not be the toes. The girls just the heels just did. I don't even know. Remember, girls have to get used to it, though, innit? Because 
If if you put my if you put my in the heels today, I'm dead. Finished. Finished. Like the moment I walk, my ankle's <laughs> gone, blood. I'm, a moment I'll be like, hey. But they can dance in it, bro. Yeah, yeah. They can, some of them can run. Yes, my kick ups. Talent is different over there. Listen, we're basically commending you lot through jest. Like we rate you lot. Let's commend you through jest, you know. Like you lot of, remember, it's, it's for the women. Why your game's so sick, you know? It's all the trial and error you've had to do, bro. You, you didn't just wake up with this. Like, let's not lie. You're not born with this. This is all calculated results. Do you know what I'm saying? Yeah, so, no keep wearing trousers. This is all. This is oh, all calculated results. Like, I don't know. I feel like, like tracksuit track bottom track kind of. Yeah. It's a pair of trousers, but it's tracksuit. Um, you know, um, we're, we're getting to the stage here where our heroes or the people that we grew up watching on just TV, not knowing nothing about their social life, too tough because it's not out there. We're hearing the stories now. And it's making them look corny, bro. No, they make themselves look corny. No, no, I'm not. I'm saying for me, for example. me, like looking at them now is just like corny. Who? Do you know, who? you know, Chandler from um, Friends. Yeah, he's come out now saying how he had a crush on Jennifer Aniston the whole time, and one time Offset he tried to move to her. She's like, "Blood, Brad Pitt, chill out," kind of thing. And he had to suck it up. He said the whole time shoot with her, he would never look at her for more than three seconds because he was like, "She's gonna think I'm moving to her." It all became creepy for him. Then he, then he tried pram. to confide in Ross. Ross is like, yeah, I feel the same way. <laughs> of these pussy holes. <laughs> Do you know what but, but apparently, so he had, um, um, he's got... He had a crush on Courtney Cox as nah, well. No, he, he had an issue with something. He's, he had an addiction to gambling. Yeah, yeah, he girls. lost Pepe, yeah. And, um, and also to painkillers. Uh, That's why I remember there was a point in time when Chanda blew up and he put yeah, yeah, away yeah, yeah. because he was going through. Yeah, issue. I heard he lost a lot of money. I think he spent like nine million gambling. But you know the matter thing is with friends, they still they make I think it is collectively either eight million or twenty million a year Each. from friends yeah. still. Yeah. Because they the deals they get the, they deal, signed, they, the deal they signed was they mad, signed yeah. a sick deal where like they became like not partners but like they they got shares in friends. So anytime it Back goes in. to like a new. Network. Mm. Remember, Friends is on HBO. I remember, it's on Channel Four. I remember, I remember. Yeah. It's the same. Charlie, she- sorry, cut you off. Charlie Sheen. Remember, there's the show he did after and Two and, two and, and a Half Men, Anger Management, and he waived some of the money from deal. I remember he structured his deal differently because if he had got to eight hundred, a hundred episodes, would have gone into syndication, and he was entitled to whatever. It, it was just fuck because he never made it too. Syndication. The 100 episodes. Oh, you know okay. I mean? thing he had falling out with one of the people, mm. the girl that they were doing the show together and stuff like that. But if he had made it to it, because money would have been Going different. back to Friends, yeah? Do you remember when there was that whole gap pay, um, pay, in, pay gap, blah, blah, blah. And then obviously they were going through everybody. I, I don't know how many sitcoms they were going through to compare how much the men and the women were paying, getting paid. When it came out about Friends, they were like, yeah, like they gave us, they all came together and donated a meal. Like, it's calm. It's like, what? But they had the pee. It's like yeah, no, they, they, they had the bread. They were like, even free. Like, I just proved you this information now. Nah. Like, oh, actually, oh, it's nice. Like, 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 what, you, we, oh, Jennifer, you need a meal. I hold like, that. Man. We got money. <laughs> well, even even, even, even apparently that. that you know that young shoulder. On, mm, yeah, yeah, yeah. He gets two million an episode. Fuck. What? Oh, that's the spin-off of um of Big Bang Theory. Right? Right? Yeah, Big Bang Theory is gone though. No, but he for that he gets two so million. Shit, an episode, the older shoulder, not the younger one. The younger one. Yeah, but he's off the back of the old but he's, a, but he's a sick actor. I watched it the other day. I said, you know what? He deserves it. Brother, sick speaking, actor. I'm glad we're speaking about TV shows because I have a confession to make. The new Thor is hot garbage. Have you watched it? No, nah, because someone said it was hot garbage. Oh, I'm my God. No, I, still, I still watched uh, it. No, no, no. Uh, Did no. you watch it? Mm. Bro, I sat there Marvin and I sat in my yard and I was like, I want my money back that I didn't pay for this. Yes. I was appalled. And I feel like the comedy in Thor, yeah, has always been great. 
this film, they went too far. Like, you know what you want? No, no, Taser. Taser, you would have... Taser can watch most things and you can say it is what it is. I watched it. I'm not going to bother with that. No, 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 no. Even you would have looked at this film, yeah? And you would have been like, I want my time back. Like, I couldn't finish it. Like, and and I feel like, you know, films would kind of force stuff in them. One, there's a part where, you know, Heimdall's, I don't know, his daughter, the kid. Mm-hmm. Remember when they get kidnapped and Thor starts talking to the daughter and he's like, oh, Astrid. She's like, my name's Axel. Like, what? <laughs> Bro, you know, you're like, you're about to get killed. And you want to talk about this <laughs> right now? But man's got your name wrong. <laughs> Bro. She's like, address me properly. <laughs> even though, even though oh, fuck. This is it. Oh, there's, what's the name of the film? My sister was talking about it. And she was like, tell Taser to watch it. Uh, it's a horror film. She must said horror. No, no, no. They're talking about it. it's one of the scariest films ever. Nah, but oh, yeah, watch- that, 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 yeah. What series or film? Nah, film. It's a new film. And I've seen them for it. And apparently, people are the in the torture this, thing throwing up. People are crying in the cinema. Oh, I think you've seen the film. You found me watching that yeah. bullshit. <laughs> you are bluffing. But apparently, people are like crying. That is mad. No, no, no. Like, and... The film is, you know, brazy. Apparently, the, the, the gore in it is mad. But why do you want to watch that? Uh, what's the name of the film? Let me find No, but you like horror. Oh, nah, I don't like horror. Sometimes I do it for the beeps. Uh, <laughs> I don't like horror, bro. It's I cool. Don't. It starts with a B. It doesn't even matter. I'm not even going to see that, bro. No, you're going to see it. That's a booty. Bill, I know it's got Bill Skarsgård in it. You know who Bill Skarsgård is? Him. It. Yes, yes. It's something to do with clowns. You don't like clowns, though. That's why they send it to you. I don't watch clowns. Yeah, that's why they send it to you. What, the new film? Yeah, it's about a clown. Really? Yeah. So he is in, he's got bear siblings as well. I, I, you know what? After researching that film, I actually started researching how many Skarsgård brothers there are in family. Like, damn, there's a lot of them motherfuckers in, in the business. Uh, it is called Barbarian. Is it Barbarian? Barbarian, yep. It came out 2020. And it's funny because his name's Keith in the film. So that's why my sister was like, tell Taser to watch it. Money, what you love, Because she listens to the podcast and she's like, it sounds like it's up Taser Street. But I saw some program on, um, I saw two programs yesterday, yeah? And I put in a group. There was one um, about football hooliganism in the, in the UK. What are, do you know how bad it was? No, I remember. <laughs> Keith, do you know how bad? The what? Football hooliganism in this country. Of course, it's terrible, bro. No, but uh, in the, they said in the 80s, yeah, it was so bad that like it was a, it was a pandemic. Like as in the government had to speak about it. Margaret Thatcher was like, we need to do something about it. Every Saturday, there was like, I think it was called the Leicester, Leicester, the, ah, the Leicester Babies. Like every, every, every football team had their own faction. A fact, their own faction. And they would actually phone each other beforehand and say, this weekend, we're swinging. But they was, remember, in those days, there weren't seats. They still exist, though. Nah, not like, but in those days, yeah, it was like terraces, yeah? It wasn't... Um, yeah, that's what happened. That's why they changed that whole terrace. Yeah, because of the hills part, yeah. But then something else happened at Watford where 300 people died. But I, that, people don't talk about that one. I don't know why. There was a fire in the stand. And basically... Back in those days, football wasn't seen as a sport of the elite. It was seen as a working man's sport. So that's why they didn't build no chairs. So they, yeah, so they didn't care about it. So it was like, and because of the miners and a lot of unemployment within the UK, people went to football matches to watch the football, but there was a lot of men that just went there just to swing. <laughs> so, brother, you'll see it, a game will be going on on a Saturday. The, the camera pans to the crowd. But the man 300 men are swinging, bro. <laughs> Then it's spilling onto the pitch where police are having to bring dogs and the man are just, 
and they said that it, it, in 1985 was the worst year for football. It, it was so bad that when um, England played the World Cup 1990, they put England on a separate island because they the fans. their fans. <laughs> I think it was Sicily or something because they said that their fans were so bad that, and even remember Liverpool and that got banned from mm. Europe for six years. At Turin, there was an issue between a long time ago, there was a problem between England fans and Italian fans. And a lot of the man said, you know, we're going to get you up back this game. And then it got to a point where the Liverpool fans rushed the Juventus fans, crushed um, crushed them in. And I think 30 died, 37 died, and 600 were injured. Raw. Bro. And then that's when FIFA, UEFA said, nah, I've had enough. Mm-hmm. You've got a band for six years. Or every single English team, none of you can play in Europe because you can't handle your fans. So the World Cup happened and then whatever, whatever. But then from then it started to get better. But they started to like actively go after... No, what they done was they put undercover policemen in all the little fractions. So in the Leicester one, the West Ham one, they started putting undercover police people to find out the real bad boys. who the, rab- the bad boys were, what they were doing, and they started infiltrating it like that. It was sick, bro. Then there's another program called... Um, what's it called? But you know, you know, like, I don't think... Obviously, it makes sense why we have like some of the best like crime dramas. Garbage as well. Is it garbage? Uncharted. Moving. Oh, oh I don't think I don't think I've seen Spider Man Kid and Mark Wahlberg. I have seen it. Yeah, yeah. And he, and he falls in love with a girl. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I know, I know. It's meaty. I was gonna say, um, what up? It, you see, Secret Service like agents and stuff. We have the best in it. SAS. Well, one of. No, no, like, okay. Well, no, you got KGB. You no, got... yeah, yeah, yeah. But I'm saying, like, we're up there. Yeah, we're up there. Yeah. Like, when it comes to, like, them type MI5, of stuff. MI5, CR5, KGB. Yeah, we're serious. Like, for, for them to say, yeah, listen, this is, this is the move. We're going to infiltrate gangs and get rid of the brother. It's mad. But like... when, I, when I watched the program, I was like, I don't know how you even eradicated this because it was such a problem. But uh, people's yards, like, imagine, like, Tottenham's ground in Wembley. As soon as the game finishes, the roads where the people are, people's cars are getting smashed, their windows are getting smashed. Because people are fighting so much like that. Man are come out their yard saying, what's going on? Man are getting hit but over the head of a pole. One brother was at the interview said, I just came out my ass. <laughs> see what's going on? I've been but, on the head of a pole. But you know what's the worst <laughs> thing about all of that is, Marvin? Outside of football, the man would just go about their day normal. Brother. And then, and then they would activate. It's literally like, brother. it's like they were living in two yeah, worlds. And, and that's what a guy said. A guy said, from Monday to Friday, we no, work. Man said, from Monday we to Friday, I'm, I'm at work here. On Wednesday, I'm working at my outfit. Saturday for the scrap. He's like, but man, 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 man are wearing Friday. Burberry, Lacoste, man are, man are dressing to, he said, brother, you've got Mickey over here. That's Mickey's him. got Lacoste. He over here, he's got, what you got, Armani. Sure, brother, they were proper dressing. But anyways, Just enough, for the scrap. For the scrap. And then they'll go about their business afterwards. And they said, and the thing is, they said the difference is as well, there was no racism within the fractions. You have Asian brothers, black yeah, brothers, white brothers. That's, that's where the term Black Dave all, came all, from. All, all fighting together. Thinking. Black Dave, he's one of us. But there was another program called The 80s, the defining decade in the UK. Brother, if you know how sick this program was, yeah, and how you learn about the UK. So, for example, yeah, when Windrush happened, a lot of the black people that came to this country obviously worked within the NHS, whatever, whatever. But they had kids. They had never, they had never been in the school system. They were like adults by the time they got here. So their kids now were in schools. People weren't used to them being in the schools, innit? So black people used to get bullied in school. Asian people used to get bullied. It was like, white people were like, what are you doing here? We don't understand you. Why are you in our schools? Like, so they were getting bare grief. Um, and then black people, they weren't allowed to go raving. 
any rave they went to, they'll get they'll get chucked out. So that's why they started doing house parties because they weren't allowed to go raving. Oh shit! So that's how the sound system was born, where like black people would like set up their own sounds, set up their own sounds, and, and have their own raves. So I'm saying have their own vibes, rave, like, you know, brother. So when I so when I'm seeing this, I'm like raw, and then so and basically there was. Fadi was the first house. Frankie party. Goes to Hollywood was very important. A movie? No, the, the, there's like a band called Frankie Goes to Hollywood. Oh, okay, cool, yeah, because they were like, not not they weren't gay, but they were like one of the first people that were like, at that time basically you couldn't be black, you couldn't be Asian, you couldn't be gay. Those three things were like, gays, big taboo. get no, the hell out of here, blacks, get the hell out of here. And National Front was proper growing at the that point. The only people in time. that made being gay cool was um, crazy. No, but no one, even knew, no one even knew he was gay, though. No, 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 no. Like, they knew. No, 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 no. And I'll tell you. Oh, but let me finish the story, please. Yeah. I thought, so this thing, yeah, so in regards to, to Frankos Hollywood, they were the first openly, like, they weren't gay, but they had videos where they were celebrating drag queens, whatever, whatever. Another one was Nana, Nana Cherry, because she was like, a, exactly. um, like a, when a child is born into this world. You know what you No? Okay. <laughs> you know that you? No. <laughs> just check. Um, another second. Seven seconds away. Find the song, please. It is. So Nana, she was very important in terms of what's her name? I think it was Nana Cherry. N A N A. Nana Cherry, or I thought it was Nina Cherry all this time, but I think it was Nana Buffalo Stunts. What? I don't sound that way. You say no. Nene Cherry, Buffalo Stunts. She's one of the, yeah, her. Oh, okay, cool, cool. Yeah, so she, was, so she was very important in terms of pushing a, a message across in terms of black music. Okay, she's black music. like Glastonbury. Yeah, and then also there was like an Afro center yeah, in West End where the black people used to go and chill. But they were getting bare grief from the police saying, we, we don't want these people here. And that's why Soul to Soul made that tune, keep on moving, because they were there. Oh, and because they, they got kicked out, they they made that song to say, "I right, keep so, on so, moving." So it stems from pain, but uh, it's but they're mad. And even Channel Four was like the first network that hired like an Asian man. And he was like, "I want black people and brown people to have a voice." So that's why you saw programs like Desmond and stuff like that coming oh. out because they were like, "We wanna." And look how sick Desmond is, bro. I'm but the people don't realize that black people were going through it. This program was so sick, bro. And then so so massive attack. Basically, so, Nina Cherry and, and Soul to Soul were the two biggest. Like, Nina Cherry won something, and then she said afterwards, which one of the states, she's like, Soul to Soul should have won this. I'm going to give him a piece of this um, award, whatever, whatever. The massive attack. Like, people don't realize how it was for, like, black youth. So, for example, if your parents, for example, our parents wouldn't have seen it. We would have seen a different kind of racism. I mean, mm-hmm. they would have seen a different kind of racism because they weren't born here. Mm-hmm. But the people who lived here, and were born in the system, it was nuts for them. Like, there was no opportunities. The racism was mad. Like, it was like the National Front were openly saying, okay, so, okay, so that, fuck you's But that could tie into the conversation that we were having in the beginning. Where we were talking about, for example, there's certain things that are negative in our culture. But again, it's a response to what's mm. actually going on outside. Yeah. So it's a hard conversation to have. That a lot, If you think about it, there's a lot. When we go through school, yeah, there's a lot of men that you look at. But, they don't have confidence, but we, to a certain degree, had it in our yard. Like, I don't ever remember a time when my dad made me feel small. But even that in itself goes back onto that in terms of certain people's parents might be acting in certain ways. Yeah, like... He didn't realise why. It's because, brother, when he, when he was at the house, it was 
Man was putting up with bare bullshit, yeah. like bare racism. Like, or only, you know, you know, it's, you know, it's only now you can go online. But I see some people go online, yeah, and blast the whole company. Got the company on their knees. I'm like, in them days, you lost your job. <laughs> Bro, you're face front, bro. But you, you know, know what's crazy about that, yeah? You can complain that you got bad service in a restaurant that they don't even want you in. But the tide is turning. No, I know, I know, I know. And that's where mm. people, you know what I mean? I always tell people, people overplay their hands. And I always tell people, sometimes, you know when people have a winning hand, right? They go too far. Mm. You know when you're winning and you your your group has the juice. It's, it's called VAR in football. They no, go, you can't celebrate too soon anymore. No, 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 no. They go crazy. <laughs> and that's what people go crazy nowadays. They get away with anything. It's too busy celebrating. You, you know what's happened? Everyone else. And you know when I say everyone else, I mean oh, a subset of people that are never vocal on the internet have had enough. And I always say to people, that's the group of people. So goes back to um the conversation we had the other day when I was talking about um there's a show. Right, anyway, go on and I'll continue. Do you know what presentism is? Where people of today judge the actions of people from before on the values of today. Yeah. Where people judge you, like I said, for example, taste people that are, oh, you said X, Y, Z 10 years ago, taste, how could you? You should have known better, but they're basing it on the values of today. Oh, so people say quick, stuff like, people I, say stuff like, I would have never done that. Can I, quick, can I quickly cut you? That's like the brother that was on uh, Things podcast recently, that Stephen guy. And he said that, um, I think he's invested in a dating app in a different country here. And they've pulled the stats. And they're like, a lot of relationships don't even develop into relationships now because people are so concerned about each other's political view. Yep. When was the last time you went on a date and the girl said, what's your political view? Mm. It's never happened. You didn't talk about it. But now, girls want to know, are you Tory? Are you Labour? Or are you Conservative? Bro, even, I'm my, dating. even my granddad was Muslim and my grandma was Christian. And they could find nowadays. Nowadays, nowadays you can't do that, bro. So it's like um, I'll never forget. I'm not sure what episode we spoke on, and I'm not sure what I said. And this is, I think, we're going back two years. And I had the misfortune of searching hashtag that day. Someone's Keith, you fucking Tory. It's like what? And because for me, I'm not political in that way. You know what I mean? And so on and so on. But I sat there and I was like. But is that because you have the view of those that work hard should be rewarded? In a way, but like I'm saying, but I got branded as, you know what I mean? And the problem with those things are, right? So I will believe just one thing. And they will take this one thing that I say you believe in. And it's the belief of one other group of people. And they lump me in with all those beliefs. But it's the same thing. I was like, I don't believe in so many of those other things. It's like right now, like I said, I'd say based on the conversations that we have in terms of how we are, I probably lean based on society and how everyone looks, I probably lean a bit more to the right and you lot lean a bit more to the left. But you lot don't believe everything. You know what I mean? You probably you lot probably don't agree with, maybe I'd say maybe 60% of the stuff that comes out of the left mm. and so on and so on. But you probably have views on the left and you have views on the right. But because you probably, you know what I mean, you express more of those views, people want to lump you into that group. And you're like, brother, I don't subscribe well, you know what's to funny? any you, of those what groups. Yeah, but what you're explaining here, it, it requires critical thinking. And a lot of people act online as if they don't have that. Bro, you have conversations with- No, they with, don't, bro. No, no, no. There's, no, no. There's some people that don't. And I was, having, I was having this conversation with Marv yesterday, yeah. But it's because they grew up in a different time. So like, there's certain things that I could complain about in regards to like, it might sound trivial, yeah, but it's like, when a man says to me, I don't know how to approach women, I'm like, my brother, I never knew how to approach women. But it's something you just, 
you start doing. That's yeah. why I'm not. I'm not. I'm not being bad, man. No, what but I'm no, saying. But, no, but but the no, thing no, is, no, no, no. Wait, wait, wait. What I'm, what I'm saying is, yeah, you got to remember, yeah, we're saying that to an era of people who just had to add friend and DM. They've never had to approach. So, so what I'm saying sounds foreign to them. So then what are and you complaining always, about, yeah, bro? it's always going to sound foreign no, to you. But, so what are you complaining no, about? What, and what you're saying, you're talking to an era of people that women are saying don't bother me. Yeah, so it's confusing. That's what I'm saying. So but women are, like, but, but women our age are like, no, 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 man them. As long as you're good, come. No, but women, no, women their age are saying, remember. No, our age I'm talking about. No, I'm saying, I clear that. But women their age are also saying, if they like you, it's not, it's fine. So it's but confusing. If, if I don't I'm like you, you're bothering me. messages though. Yeah, yeah. So it's confusing. But what I'm saying is, if you're speaking to your error, they understand. But Deja Pro had a sick saying, man. It was on... Um, Deja Pro was the best, by the way. He had something, what's it? What's um, Rogan's show the other day? Joe, huh? Joe Rogan. It was on Joe Rogan, yeah? Oh, okay. And he said something, but I can't remember the quote. He said something like, they talk about Eddie Murphy and Raw, and Eddie Murphy saying that he's not in that space like where, not that he's embarrassed about Raw and all that, but, he, and then Dave Paul was like, yeah, he's changed, isn't it? Like, his comedy hasn't changed, but he's changed as, as a, a person, person now. Doesn't mean he, whatever. But then Dave Paul said, he, he made like a, there's like a quote about a picture. And he was like, if I take a picture years ago, I can't be mad at the picture now because it was taken years ago. Yeah. And I think his analogy I was think, basically saying, this is it. Should I play it? Oh, you might be oh, cool. You can see it. it might right, be. Go on, go on, go on. I'll find it. I, but I think that but he, I think that's what he was saying that the quote was sick that he was basically saying that in regards to a picture like once it's taken you can't be mad at it because it was take it was, what you've seen was for that time now you can't be mad now it kind of goes to what Keith was saying in yeah he to, goes um, I don't get mad at a photograph because it wasn't taken today yeah yeah and, and but a lot of people get mad at a photograph and uh, even that wasn't taken today I, I, you know I'm saying? but that's that like information though. Mm. Like the reason why you're upset or you feel a certain way about a particular subject here yeah, is because of the information you have behind it. Mm-hmm. But you're angry context. and the context, sorry. But you're angry and upset that I don't have that context. Mm-hmm. So I that's why or you're I wasn't that, privy. Or you're angry mm-hmm. that I was living by different rules. Yeah, because I wasn't then. privy to that you know information. Or, or, or you're angry that I'm not as mad as you. Yeah, but because, you know one thing. Do you know what I've been had to get mad at, bro? You know what? This doesn't impact me because I know where it's going. I want to use something that's very extreme, but it's probably the best thing. Use for this example, right? I mean, of things that were right at a certain time, right? Once upon a time, owning slaves was cool, right? Mm-hmm. And if you go back to certain African countries, once upon a time, selling slaves was yeah. right. Oh, you're yeah. sick because you're actually talking about what happened in women. Both of them, yeah. And the, yeah, the homie shit? tribe. Yeah. But I always say to people, you know what I mean? Because we have to think about it, you know what I mean? For people to buy slaves, somebody had to be selling them. One thing nobody ever talks about is why people came to Africa and they fought us for slaves. Oh, no, no, no. That nigga just showed up and, you know, Somebody had, you know, be a package ready for everyone. But once upon a time, it was okay to. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Own slaves, once upon a time, was okay to sell them. You know what I mean? That was the general consensus at the time. When so he's the one, say, he's and when wanted... I say slaves, yeah, and that's when I say in terms of owning slaves, it, you know one thing that society makes us seem like, white people are the only people that owned slaves or whatever. If we go through like 
everybody, like when you look at different groups of people, everybody had slaves. In the Bible, God was giving them out. You know what I mean? People say it's the Old Testament or whatever, and that's fine. But you know what I mean? One point in time, you know, God was rewarding people with concubines and slaves. You know what I mean? Well, you, you know what I mean? He was giving people kingdoms and palaces, and you're like, nigga, you get all of these slaves or whatever. But you but know what I mean? But these, that was the acceptable when, thing at mm, the time. When we watch all these old movies, yeah, I'm sometimes I get flabbergasted, like, right, this shit actually happened. But like the one thing so, someone like even think, like even in, in the new um Black Adam, yeah. Um, oh, this is gonna be a spoiler. Hey, tell us because me and Marvin ain't watching that. I'm watching, I'm watching, I'm watching. Have you seen it yet? You ain't seen it yet? No, I'm gonna watch oh, it. You really gonna watch it? 100 percent I have to, man. But it's like I'm such a I'm like a I'm a, I'm a superhero buff. So any even if a film's garbage, I still gotta see it. The only one I haven't seen is Morpheus, because I know that's garbage. Oh, Morbius. Morbius, so yeah. I knew yeah, I, yeah, I, I knew, rubbish I, that bit. I, I knew it was garbage. I but, even but, but to be fair, I will see it at one point in time. Mm. I was gonna say the spoiler. I was gonna say you, you'll get it when you watch it, yeah. But there's a there's a part where like I'm alright, man. I'm talking, about, I'm talking to the listeners, not you, bro. What's man come here, <laughs> brother? What's man dealing with, bro? What's going on, man? Also, do you know so mad about Dave Chappelle? Mm-hmm. You see how everybody's changed, yeah. Mm. Like, or, or like for example, he uses the example of Eddie Murphy, and I said that apparently Eddie's changed. Yeah. Do you reckon he's changed because of his jokes? Because Dave Chappelle's jokes hasn't aged. No, but, Eddie Mur- yeah, but remember that. No, no, but I'm just saying, you can still watch old Dave Chappelle and not be a... F- like, what he spoke about then is still happening no, now. No, but the thing is, you're saying... You, you're about to say you can watch Dave Chappelle back then and not be offended. But you're forgetting that's because you won't take offense to it. People that want to take offense will find offense. Well, yeah. I feel like... But it's not as extreme as no, Eddie no, Murphy's one, though. Yeah, but even... But for example, Eddie Murphy's one, like, he... Eddie Murphy's a different kind of comedian to Dave Chappelle. Dave Chappelle is very much like... I'm not comparing the no, two. No, no, I'm just saying. You're not comparing, but they just do things differently. Yeah. What Marvin is saying is, Eddie Murphy does one thing. Yeah. And Eddie was more, this is the now, this is what we're all talking about now. So I'm going to say He didn't know it was going to be what it was. That's why you know what I the F word and this and this, because that's what everyone... How was doing then, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know I mean, and so on and so on. Eddie was very much reflective. It was raw. It was reflective of the time. Yeah. So how man were talking was how Eddie spoke on the stage. Yeah. Also, I remember, Eddie, Eddie was like, people don't realise, but Eddie was goony, you know, because he was very like, but him and his brother, like, the way they grew up, it was goony, bro. And also, you got to remember, at the time, you've got to do those extreme things in order to get seen. Whereas nowadays, you don't really have to. But remember as well. But you do, because we still have, like, YouTube is doing a mazine. And even Eddie, I mean, Gazer Paul as well said it on that thing, that Joe Rogan thing, that Eddie Murphy was the first superstar, like, as in, Legit, like they let him through. Like Eddie Murphy, like apparently, if you're around when Eddie Murphy was around, you know, like you know how, like for example, Kevin out of all the comedians, Kevin Hart was like everywhere. Eddie Murphy was like Kevin Hart before Kevin Hart, as in like Beverly Hills Cop coming to America. Like Eddie Murphy was the guy. Like he transcended comedy. He went into like he was Hollywood. Like meeting Michael Jackson and people like that. So he was saying that. And remember, Eddie Murphy was talented. Eddie Murphy could, like, you know, like how Jamie Foxx can sing. Eddie Murphy could sing, he could act, he could um, write comedy. Like, Eddie Murphy was like an anomaly in it. So I think Dave Chappelle was saying that his stand up was like ahead of his time. No one was doing comedy like that. People were busting certain jokes. But if you watch, if you watch Eddie Murphy's stand up from like the way, brother, you can watch it now and still crack up like it's come out the other day. The way he was doing the Michael Jackson jokes, Stevie Wonder jokes. I remember, these are people he actually knew. It wasn't like 
He was making jokes of people he didn't know. Yeah. These are his brethren, bro, that he actually knew. Do you know what I'm saying? So his story's like everyone's listening. Everyone's listening oh, yeah. and everyone and everyone knows. Remember, he was in the room with these people. Do you know what's mad? Eddie Murphy Raw is the highest... Yeah, highest grossing... Um, stand-up comedy performance. I'm trying to see where... And, I think, and, I, and I think Delirious is second. Nah, it's the original Kings of Comedy now. Oh, at one, point time, at one point in time it was one and two. And Richard Pryor's third. Kevin Hart has got fourth, fifth, ninth. Yeah. Martin Lawrence is up there. Martin Lawrence is in two top tens as well. Martin Lawrence is cold, man. And, and the second is original Kings of Comedy. Steve Harvey, Cedric. Cold. But remember, Bernie think, Mac and think about Ian that. Hughley. That's, technically speaking, that's four men that have the second spot or five men. Yeah, Eddie's one man. Eddie's one man. And he's he's made 12 million more. I remember, think, I think about the, the time. That was in the 80s. Yeah. Kings of Comedy was in the 2000s. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I'm saying, technically speaking, like... That's Opening what, weekend, um, Eddie done 9 million. In, in those days. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, uh, 131 and 1,391 what, cinemas. What year did it go at? 1987. I, I beg you, Google... Um, well, how much 9 million inflation. 9 million was inflation Bro That was would have been Something dumb now uh, You know about this thing is yeah Remember we were talking about This whole take off thing And this whole black society And our community Whatever So one of my brethren Must have um, Started a, a WhatsApp group Of all my brethren From school So All my set, Like my my year group Not all of them But Bare man in one, one WhatsApp group mm-hmm. So obviously We're talking about The stories from school Whatever Whatever and we've just, brother, we just realized, like, I can't say, we, oh, go on, go on, go on. Uh, Nine million in 1987 mm. would be 23.5 million today. And that's over one weekend. How much? 23.5 million. Fuck. And that's over a weekend. For a stand up. Yeah. Two cameras. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Eddie Murphy was, Eddie was gone, gone bro. 23 gone, million for gone. a weekend. Yeah, he was gone, he was gone, he was gone. But, but, but these are all contexts that we should just have. I think it's sick. You look at things differently, man. But yeah, go on. Yeah, so one of my brethren, Sean, must have just um, done a group chat and said that most man, most of the man them from our year group from school are in this group. School as in? Uh, as year, in secondary school. So year eight, year nine, year ten. Yeah, from year seven to year eleven. Sick. So every man's in the group. That's, every man's just chatting. We're talking about, people remembering stories, talking about how man were in school. But the maddest thing is like, bro, it's kind of dawned on everyone that Bear man uh, should be here. No, here. no, as in now we know, but we know that. But as in how bad our school was. Oh, in, ter- in, in terms oh, of the world we lived in was not normal, bro. As in, like what was happening in school. No, Bob, that, that's is that, not normal. Bro, bro. That's why, yeah. Like when you think about it, when I when I listen back to obviously, obviously we're, we're in different places as well. But sometimes you listen back to like some of the things you were saying before, mm. and it's like I'm not cringing at the fact that I said it. Yeah. Or how I said it. Because yeah. at the time, that's what happened. Yeah. But now I'm realizing that, bro, man's upbringing was bad. Yeah. Like, why am I, why is this what man's witnessing at 10, 11, 12, 13, 14, 15? Yeah. And mad. saying it so casually. Mad. Because remember, we didn't think we were saying a bad thing because of who we were talking to. When you start meeting people and they're not from the same walks as you, you're like, yeah. that's, that's, that's I'm, I'm you, embarrassed to say certain the things. Thing now. Is, that's when you start to, when you, you realize when you, when you grow up, because remember... So there's more to life and you, you experience more... Yeah, in school, for example, mm. that was your that, that world. Was, yeah, that's Even my brethren, Darren, said it today. He said that our school was everything in terms of... Mum was selling donuts in school. Mum was selling sweets in school. So that was like your... Your, um... Your hustle. 
I can't remember how he worded it. I need to find the, the, the voice note, but the way he broke it down was like, and he compared it to life now, is that everything was, that was happening in life in terms of inflation. Because I remember when um, we had the jam donuts and then you got a bag of, you get them for a pound, you get 10, but you sold them for like 20p, 20, 20p, yeah, 20p. Convenience, they'll do an Uber. That's you know the delivery because you can easily go to the, the you can, can easy, get you your could, own donut. No, no, you could you could have woke up early and gone to Tesco's in Lewisham yourself and got it cheaper. And got it cheaper. But you, you waited for my man. Yeah, yeah, but you didn't. But you yeah. didn't. You got to pay the premium. You got to pay the premium. But, yeah. then when, but when chocolate donuts came out, changed the game. <laughs> chocolate donuts for 25, 30 p each. Yeah, it's gone up. But only five in a bag mm. or six. I can't remember. They look, at, they're like, look at these niggas. They changed the game, but man, we're getting robbed, brother. <laughs> my brethren, I don't even say his name, but he came to school one day. So when we started, I could take your shit. He came to school, tried to sell donuts. My brother said, yeah? Give it to me, blood. Give me the whole bag. He never sold donuts again. <laughs> first first day in the job, last day in the job. Now, that's like certain man who brother. get excited. They've hit 10 shots, they're getting faded, buying tables. Big man. <laughs> the real, Chill the real, bro. What <laughs> one? Took about, I'll pay you back. Now you see how bad your brethren is. <laughs> you know, that's mad. You know that? You know that's that one time you see your brethren, you realise, yo, I'm rolling with a mad man. <laughs> <laughs> you know that's that one moment you're like wait you are actually mad one time you like one time you're just talking to a Donny Donny's hyping you're like oh lonely your brother's gonna brush him up bangs him in his face you're like yo Brother. wait this is a crime you remember you have to run you can't be here like oh by the way my brother no you were there now you're hiding like a criminal you're like yo I'm a good you blood why am I in this I didn't even realise like even our school was so bad here yeah? The other schools had to finish earlier because of our school. Oh, so they, so they could go home? So you, you look at Head Start? They, 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 they didn't want us to lose them the same time as other schools. I didn't clock because remember, we, sometimes you go lose them and there's not really many other yeah. like. Schools, and you're thinking, I wonder you why look that at is. other schools on the direction. Bro, you know? That's what I'm saying. Remember in Brentwood, talking about Blacky Blue Girls and whatever. I remember when um, Andrew was on here and he yeah. was talking, he talking about our school. He was like, brother, our school was bad. But, but remember, when you're in it, living in it, you don't see it as bad okay. because you're, you remember you're on the right side. Okay, let me give you an example. It. And this this might sound mad that I've mentioned in here, but the people that existed then will understand what I'm saying. Imagine the youths of today. They didn't grow up during the time where if a black brother came up to you and asked, big man, what ends are you from? And are you Muslim or Christian? It was big. Man will turn into Islam by force, bro. I remember certain areas, bro. Certain brothers, certain brothers. Who are you? Brother, man of renounce. Brother, you're telling man, nah, I'm, do you know what? You're, Yo. you're Muslim now, bro. Yo. Or, I'm going to pack you in. Brother. Bro. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You turn the corner, you see. You're like, uh, bro. Anyway, going carnival that year, yeah? I said, nah, this is mad. What I saw at carnival, I'm like, what? I'm not even in carnival. I'm on, I'm, in, I'm in Halsden. But what I'm seeing, I said, nah, I don't. My brethren, my brethren, but. Sam was worse for that, though. My brethren, bro, we had some in the east, um, sorry, west. So obviously, we're, we're past the northwest, you'd cross over in it. Some parts of Brixton and them areas there. Right, it, was, it was mad still. Today, they don't know. Their thing's different, obviously, but I'm just saying that then. So I get it. Like, obviously, being on the roads nowadays is, but, but it's just it. I think social media is fucked up everything, bro. But no, when I called you, Boosie was talking about it. He said, huh? look, Boosie, yeah? How can you say social media just fucked up relationships? Because back in the day, your babes, she would see you as she wakes up. She'd go to work. All she sees is the man them she's gone to work with, the man them at work. She comes back to you. And nowadays, she's seen 10,000 men before she's come home from work. That's facts. 
If you think Fam. about them, he said, he, said, he said the same thing. He said, see, for us though, like we're looking at a girl, like, oh, blood, you know. He, he, like, said you're, he said, you're looking at your phone and you're seeing bare babes, girls geez. that look better than your missus. bro. And he's like, damn. Yeah. He said, Instagram turn us all in the holes, man. <laughs> I'm a hoe. She a hoe. We are a hoe. God damn, man. We are a hoe, man. The girl <laughs> comes home moaning in your Where ear. You're like, yo, hooked though. So, um, so, you know who Boosie's been beefing two people? In recent times, yeah. he's Kanye been beefing your guy, blood, and Charleston. Yeah, Charleston got him. I thought you said he, he didn't care about Charleston after a while. You said because Charleston, he? yeah, you said. Oh no, no, no! He not he didn't care. He couldn't respond because Charleston talked to the police. Okay, and Boosie's not on none of that. But Charleston got him. So remember, Kanye, Boosie put up the video where he's talking about Kanye. It was calling basically he was calling Kanye a coon. Mm. Like he's bad for the black community. He's using for voice for X Y Z, and Charleston because they're you know. Yeah, personal issues with my band. And the thing is with Charleston, because he brings up such great points, sometimes you're like, damn, Boosie can't say nothing. So he was talking about how Boosie was talking about Kanye's using his voice for the community. Mm. And Charleston was like, Boosie, you came online and you said you pay women, you would pay, you pay women to fuck your 13 year old son. Mm-hmm. And you know I what I mean? I swear the son's older though. Son's 13. He's got what are you through the party for? He has different kids. Yeah, oh, his kid okay, cool. is un- so basically he said, you know what I mean? This kid that's under 18, mm. like a pay stripper to fuck him. A man was like, that's how you're using your voice. And then remember how Boosie spoke about um, Gabrielle Union and um, Dwayne Wade's yeah. kid or whatever. Well, Dwayne Wade's kid because that's Gabrielle Union's stepkid. Mm. And he was like, that's what you used your voice to, to abuse that little kid. Then he went a step further. So there's this one kid that's in prison right now. It's a 15-year-old. And he was one of Boosie's shooters. Yeah, yeah, yeah. His killers. He's not, he's not 15 now. He's old now. He's, he's older now. By the time. By the, by the time. time he was younger. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Of his case, he was 15. So when he went to prison and he was doing the madness for Boosie, he was 15. So he was this young black kid that, that is now used. prison for the, you know what I mean, for the rest of his life that you used. And apparently, you, he, was, apparently he was going to snitch and talk and the Then Boosie and them put mad pressure on him, his and, family. And his family. And, and he I just heard kept his going. life in prison has been just mad. Because their man are just pressing him and doing a madness. But like I'm saying, what Boosie did with him. So, Charleston was like, listen, Boosie, you you know what I mean? Don't do that. And Charleston, bro, he's a funny nigga. He's like, these niggas can't chat to me because I'll go out there and put up a, you know what I mean? He's like, I do an event, nigga. I'll bring the victim's families. This guy's dumb. When I said, we'll come out and we'll talk about the real. But they're too, but, but you know what's mad Because a man said, you no, can't they, be talking about how Kanye's using his voice and you're no, out here killing I'm, black people. No, but what I'm saying is, they're just two sides of the same coin. Who? Um, Charleston White and Never. Boosie. When you watch Charleston, bro, bro they're, they're not. That's how bro, when I say, look at them, though. They are not even in the same wheelhouse with Charleston, right? When you watch him, he's one of those dudes where, do you know what I love about Charleston? He's very honest. So he's like, he's playing the character. He's like, in, with him, he plays the system. And he's one of the most intelligent people I've ever come across. And that's one thing that caught me off guard. Because when I first started watching this stuff, I thought this nigga's a coon. When, you know, when you come across someone that's well read, Educated and stuff, bro. When you have you watched his videos where he's talking to police chiefs and stuff like that and so on? No, he, no he, the way he bro, plays the character. No, 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 no. The character he plays is when he's being an idiot because he gets him views. Views because you watch all of that dumb shit and then you go watch his interviews, bro. Charleston White is, you know, when you look at people and you're like, this nigga don't miss. <laughs> and let me put my voice over my bedroom. So like, it's one of the voice notes that my bedroom put in the group. Yeah. See what you men are rem- reminding me of so much. So much. That's why I was saying to Courtney the other day. On a real everyone in here, don't let anyone ever play down your achievements and success. Because I'll tell you something now. We all grew nuts. We've we've lived 
lives are, are abnormal. Don't let anyone ever try to knock how far you've come or even if you struggled with certain things or your mental health because it's not normal what most of us have lived through. So if you're in this group and it's not a paper thing at all, if you're in this group and your health is intact, your mental health is intact, you've got your 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 woman, your kids, your family, and you're just all right, you're just getting by, you should be fucking proud of yourself because our shit was not normal. But it was so mad. That's sick, man. It's true. Yeah. And you, you don't know the impact it has on you. The, the reason why... You, and, what, and also, this is another thing about going back to the Gary Vee thing, but the reason why I kind of like don't like gravitating towards stuff like that is because the people that I know that are weak here yeah, that start you looking at this person like a savior. Like impressionable, yeah. Yeah, man. It's like, come on, man. This guy's full of shit, man. You can't see that. But you can't save everyone. That's the thing. You can't save everyone. You can only just tell people around you. Because mm. people start looking at you funny. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, you might learn something about a certain trade, for example. Mm. You're trying to bring man in, but because the, the trade is not cool. Like, my brethren, I think he's an electrician, yeah? And he does, like, carpentry. Bro, he's making dough. He's like, if I knew this, do you think I ever would have went jail? But at the time, a man are trying to tell him, yo, you're a man that uses hands. Go up apply for plumbing and you're looking at my like man's taking you for the a dickhead because you don't rate the plumber that comes to your house. These times he's on 50 pound an hour. Bro, the majority. <laughs> you see what I'm saying? Even majority, more. You see what I'm saying? The majority of, you know what I mean, guys we know on the roads, drug dealing or whatever, what happens is they get nicked, they go to jail and they end up in a trade job. You know what mm. I mean? Like we look at a lot of older guys that we know more of that used to do whatever. A lot of them are doing well in trade jobs mm. which they land, ended up doing by force after life went shit. So we look at these men who are like, if you had started this shit mm. earlier, because they adopt that same business more mindset. Money back then, I have a friend and he's killing it in the trade job, right? And he was like, I wish I had started 10 years earlier. But it's weird. It's like, I'd be so far gone. But it's weird, though, because I feel like it's, it's a different communities, though, because I feel like Africans, we weren't pushed into trade. Mm-hmm. We we're pushed into academia in academia. terms of like whatever. Whereas a lot of my West Indian brethren, all their, their dads were either carpenters. Builders, whatever, because you you go to their house and their dads or their Building. uncles doing like a renovation of like a, a do you know what I'm saying? The a lot, this, like, that, yeah. Whereas us, it was just more of a case of we just weren't. We, was, we were just we, told those things aren't cool. Do you know? No, like, no. Also, we, no, weren't, no, we, we, weren't even, we weren't even told that they were cool or not. We, they just weren't spoken about. Yeah, because this is what you need to do in order to get a job. Yeah, like, yeah. They, they're not going to run out of these, even though it's the other way around. If you think about it, nowadays they're trying to make. This space smaller, but then you could be a plumber and still get jobs. Everyone needs a plumber at some point. Yeah. It's mad how things change, but it's because we've, we've become more lazy, if you think about it. Like, when I look at the Uber sometimes, some of us have ordered food that you can see the food shop from your window, but you still order it on Uber. Mm. And you watch my man walk through the food shop with your food to your yard. Even when I went thingy one time, when um, my mum went to the airport, and I think um, she ordered, like, there's a, there's a, guy, a cab guy that we always use. So my mum ordered the cab and I think I was at the country but I came back. So I've gone to the airport with her and then my mum was like, oh no, I can't drop you back because I've got another job at Luton. I'm going, oh cool man, I'll just get another Uber or whatever. Looked at the price, Uber said 96 quid. Yeah. I said, comfort, yeah. We'll just jump on the train. Brother, <laughs> I swear to you, Elizabeth Line, game changer. What? I got the train from... Heathrow Terminal 3 to Terminal 5, I think, is where all the trains leave from. But I know word of a lie, 
I was in Cannon Town in five stops. Brother, I said, yeah? <laughs> Cannon Town <laughs> from Heathrow. No, I'm just saying, because normally I, you're at the end of the Piccadilly. Yeah, yeah. One time it. I got the train from there, brother. I was sleeping. <laughs> I woke up. I'm still nowhere near my yard, bro. It's like 37 <laughs> stops yeah. or some shit. <laughs> yeah, that blue line is. But the Elizabeth line, no word of a lie, bro. I swear to you. I swear it was like five that's stops. Advanced, like, no, 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 no. I got off at um, I can't remember. I think I got it was two stops, and I got off somewhere, and I got another train from there, and it was like three stops to Cannon Town. But that's like advanced in technology, though. Then I just got Uber from there, which was like. 15 quid. Yeah. Look at the new, um, there's a new venue here, bro. When I went to the venue, I ordered a drink. The till, the PDQ, the receipt, and the bill is one till. Ojo. No, there's a, there's a more advanced one. Brother, I ordered the drink. The guy went, bing, 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 pay for my drink. Before I even paid, I've had my drink. I'm like, because of how, how short of a space of time he needed by the till, the drink was made before I even paid. But then I tapped the till to pay. And then I give them the email if I want the receipt. They're not printing no receipt no more. You ain't got time for paper, blood. Straight computer, done. And it's built into the bar. But it's a new venue. So I'm saying that the technology in this venue is going to be insane. Yeah, we've got, and then, and then we've got more of this. Things will change, yeah, thing. moving forward, yeah. That's mad. People don't appreciate how much that shit costs, bro. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So you got to pay for... And also, then, then also what, what will happen is, yeah, mm. you have companies that will do this, the servicing and they'll start offering Keith different prices. So we can look after your new tills. Uh, we come and check it every two months. We give you, they do all the work because they're trying to sell it to you as to why you should use them. Oh. But then a year later or two years later, someone else will come with a different till. The more, you know what I mean? The more, the deeper I get into this business and the hospitality side of things, yeah? Angry I get at customers complaining about shit, right? Because the simplest of things in a restaurant, right? Stuff that you look at. Stuff that you, I mean, as a customer, you come to the restaurant, right? You sit at a table. There's a glass on the table. So you have your water glass, you have your wine glasses, you have your forks, cutlery or whatever, or chopsticks if it's whatever restaurant. You have the cloth, you know what I mean, that you, you know what I mean, you use or if it's a napkin or whatever. Nobody ever thinks about how all of this stuff ends up on the table. Maybe they do, they just don't care. They don't notice. Cause like you said, they don't care. They don't even think about it. Mm. It's not even that they notice. They, they see it, but they don't think about how this ends up here. You know what I mean? People argue with you over service charge. People argue over little things without ever thinking about. Is it? Is it? Is that reflective in the price as well? It's not. And, well, okay. No, it is. It kind of is, though. If you're yeah. in a higher-end restaurant. Yeah, you pay reflective. more. Yeah. So if you're in a restaurant that uses napkin, like, you know what I mean, cloth napkins to paper napkins, price is going to be different. Little things like that. So you go to a table, restaurant, but, white <clears> tablecloths, <throat> it's different. I'll tell you now. So we have, what the name of the company that we use when we open, so it's going to be, so when you, when you look at them cloths, napkins, you know what I mean? They deliver new napkins every, I think it's either every day or every other day. Mm. They'll pick up the napkins we've used, tape them to get laundered, laundried or whatever they call it, and they drop off new ones. So they actually have a key to the restaurant. They'll pop up. I'm not sure if it's in the night or in the morning. They'll pick up all they use. That's stuff. a feed yeah. yeah. And it's expensive. Fuck. Exactly. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> Marvin will say, no, nah, I wash these napkins myself, man. No, but, but think about it. <laughs> Nobody <laughs> ever thinks about it. So for us, you know what I mean? We could sit there and say, hey, we're going to buy these or whatever and so on and so on. Who's going to wash them? Who's going to do mm. this? This is this. So when a customer comes in, they don't think about all these extra charges. They're like, whether you spend money or you don't or whatever, I have to keep paying certain 
things. But when we're filling up our, so, you know what I mean, our opening stock for our bar. So we have very exclusive alcohols. So the opening stock for our bar is over 200 grand. Mm. You know what I mean? For, you know what I mean? For customers, you know what I mean? Don't give a shit. I want one drink. So they think in, I want one drink. Why does this one drink cost this much or whatever? No one ever thinks, oh, Keith paid this much for the bottle. Keith paid that much for this drink. Keith paid that much for this drink. Keith's rent costs this much. Keith's, you know what I mean? Business rates cost this much. And when I got my business rates bill, yeah, it was 30% more than it was for the last person. I have no idea why, mm. but the way it works is <clears throat> pay it and then you can test it. Oh, that's long. That's how, that's how do, it that's works. That's how they do your um, ticket. Your, ticket. No, no, not ticket. Yeah, ticket and a tax. Yeah, because that's, you know what I mean? You don't get to contest it, you know what I mean, until you paid it. Because if you've not paid it, that's one, that's a different, totally different crime. Mm. But even if you win your contesting or whatever, you still have to pay whatever it was for not paying in, yeah. in the first place. So it's little things like that where customers will come into your restaurant and say, they will never think of your chef gets paid this much, your staff gets paid this much, you know what I mean? In the, in the arena I am, you know what I mean? My head chef makes way more than I do. Mm. You know what I mean? Mm. No one, like, as you know what I mean? That's, that's actually irrelevant to this conversation because no one ever cares about, you know what I mean, whoever owns the place. But, but, this is, but this is why I don't go to, like, like no disrespect here, but that's not the appeal for me. Like, you what? can tell me that there's a new restaurant and the food, it's, it's a new peri-peri spot, but the sauce is banging. And I'm more excited to go there and try it out than to go to one of these fancy restaurants in Mayfair. You know why? Because you're not into the vibe. Yeah, no, yeah, exactly. That's, that's just not my thing. And, and the same way, me, I'm not interested in clubbing. Mm. It just depends on, you know what I mean? To set a man clubbing is life, bro. I couldn't do that. It's not for me. It just doesn't work for me. Life, eh? Anyway, I, I, I miss these episodes, man. I mean, you should do this more often. Yeah, but, someone, yeah. someone messaged me about that, saying, um, I loved the guests that you're getting. We have like a couple more episodes of just you lot speaking, whatever. So, yeah, what? Just one of the episodes of just us lot speaking. Because even us, like so our perspectives so, 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 have changed over the years. Like, so, man, are listening to us coming up to us talking about shit we said in episode 100. But I'm not there no more, man. Respect my growth, bro. I might be. I don't know you, bro. <laughs> there is that too, bro. I'm not going to lie to you. I, I might still be there, but I'm, I don't want to talk to you about it. Like, and also, I, like... I don't remember it. <laughs> but I do that. What we're doing is, remember, I'll put it this way, yeah? 50, years, 52 times a year or more we're recording how am I going to remember what I said 118 <laughs> episodes ago bro I get that you remember it cool and I rate you for it love you asked me about what I said but, two bro. episodes ago Marvin and I couldn't tell you Brother, what I said bro. sometimes people are like oh my god you know what I mean like, you know how we'll record did, did, did Leicester win the league when we won the um, when, when we were recording the pod they won it too, I think 2016, 2017. So, so, I think so the, the first, first year. when we launched the pod, that's when I they think, won I think the league. so, I think so. Should we start talking about when Leicester won the league, brother? Mara's ain't even there no more. <laughs> I like Mara's ain't even there, man. Cat is left. The bear man they have left, bro. You see what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Hey, yo. See, this still there, you know, struggling. Hey. Do you know what it is? You know what about this thing, yeah? So I must have tweeted earlier one about this whole offset thing, yeah? Mm. I think I put it in the group. And then, because one girl I know must have tweeted something. No. Put something on her story, and she was like, "Black men deserve to grow old, yeah." And, and it just dawned on me. I was like, "I think what are you talking about?" Then I thought about it, and I was like, "Brother!" So I must have tweeted. I said, "Just seen someone post on an Instagram story: Black men deserve to grow old," and it hit me. We die at a disproportionate rate. No, sorry, disproportionate rate. Sorry, compared to other communities, from school until now, I know, or I know, 
I know of at least 40 plus people who have lost their lives due to violent suicide. That's mad. I said on top of that, if you factor in um, jail, obviously if you've done a crime, do the time, yeah. But we always focus on the ones that made it out, successful ones, but we never start talking about the ones that didn't. There are far too many within our community. So like when you, know when you break it down, as in like, we always say, yeah, like no, we always say on this pod, for example, yeah, we got out, man, we done well, but mm. how many men didn't? I remember, if we're talking about our community and bettering our community and whatever, whatever, things like that need to change. Because just because we made it out, there's bare men that have made it out that are still doing nonsense. You get what I'm saying? Mm. And I just feel like it's just, it's just mad that between suicide, between violence, between prison, like how many men have we lost? Even if you just look in America, for example, Nipsey, Pop Smoke, PM, PM Rock, all these people was like, take off. Like, it's like, like, <clears throat> didn't have to happen. Okay, but it, it poses the question, I guess we should just end it here, yeah? Is it the culture? However, however anyone wants to answer that question is on there. But, but I don't know anything about is it the culture? It's like, it's kind of like when Keith has the argument when he says about, when people talk about black people and they try and put us as one homogen, I mean, a homogenous group, yeah? It's like, we ain't because you've got, for example... Jamaican black, you've got Nigerian black, you've got Ugandan black. Like, you can't just you can't just say we're black because there's so many different ones. So we will say it's the culture. It's like it, it, I think it's elements of the culture. But when people say it's the culture, not that I'm saying it's you, but it's kind of a lazy argument for me because it's like so in the you, same culture we've given birth to Skepta, for example. No, no, in, no in the same culture that, GME for example, and... is like certain dark. Like if you say culture, what do you mean? Because for example, Keith might have you know when Keith does the whole when he's talking, it's, that's not the same culture. Or the same culture in Nigeria, for example, Masquerade. It's the culture, yeah, but it's the culture over there. That's what I'm saying, that's what I'm saying, but then people but just not, say... But it's not anything that would be involved in mine. So I'm just saying, but what culture is it? Because as you oh, said, the same, the same culture that brought Skepta... Hip-hop culture. Hip-hop okay, cool. dancer, isn't it? That's what I'm saying. So, so that's maybe that, what I'm saying, you have to put a name to that's it. That's what I'm saying, people have to put a name to it. Hip-hop culture has a negative, you know what I mean? I feel like... Connotations to it. Hip-hop culture, you know what I mean? Because when you, like I said, Marvin is right. When you say you know what I mean? The culture. What do you mean? Because mm. like I said, as black people, we are one big diverse group. But we can definitely admit as a people that when I say hip-hop culture, it, you know what I mean? There's certain elements that are positive and there's a big part of the elements that I feel are very negative. Okay, but that was my argument with Kanye, for example. Mm. Like when people label him this genius here, the genius was never supposed to be someone who was normal. So when he has his outburst, why are we shocked? Bro, Kanye said something that I thought was pretty cool. In an interview, I'm not sure who it was. Kanye was like, when everyone was, you know what I mean? He's like, he's like, hip hop is, is very homophobic. You know what I mean? And he was like, Kanye, he's like, I came out and I said, yo, you lot, you know what I mean? Allow it. I mean, we need to stop doing all of this homophobic, whatever, whatever. And he's like, you can go out there and check it out. It's there. Cool. He's like, I came out and said, Bill Gates, um, Bill, um, who was the president at the time? George Bush. George Bush. Yeah. Doesn't like people, whatever. You know what I mean? I came out and said that. And he's like, but when I say stuff that nobody agrees with, I then become this whole wild, outlandish person. The villain. The villain. I said, bro, Madam Two Swords removed Kanye's uh, statue or wax figure mm. because he's anti-Semitic. Yeah. Madam Two Swords fought to keep a wax figure of Hitler in there. And that's the original. No, when you think of that's there's, the original... there's anti-Semitism and then there's Hitler. So and you're like... Oh. Either, either who perpetrated it. 
So I'll say to people, like, you know what I mean? Whether you agree with what Kanye said, whether you don't or whatever, I'm like, they took Kanye's wax figure out, but they fought to keep Hitler's up. I don't care what you, you believe, you must look at that and say, that's mm. a bit weird. Mm. You know what I mean? You can look at that yeah, and like, you even, fought, even like, you removed Kanye is... without a thought, but you fought to keep a Brother, you can't Hitler. Have, you can't have Hitler in there. Brother, you fought. Do you know who Hitler Bro, is? When I say Marvin, someone, someone vandalized the Hitler thing. They took the shit away, fixed it, and brought the shit back. Well, my thing is this. No, 2008, someone vandalized it. They removed it and they brought it. They, no, no. They fought to keep no, it No, no. I'm not saying that. I'm saying... I've never been Madame Zussauds, innit? Because I don't go to the places, I ain't got yeah? time for that shit. But why is Hitler even in there? There you go. No, just, just think about it. Just generally speaking, like, as in... I get, like, Hitler's Hitler, innit? Like, he's a name that you learn about in school, Second World War, whatever. But why is he in there? Like, who would want to take a picture next to him? Do you, do you get what I'm saying? Like, I don't understand this. Like, for example, would you see Osama Bin Laden in there? I'm just nope. saying, like, I guarantee you, would he go Probably, bro, but when you do these things, he might be there. No, but you wouldn't see, would you see Osama Bin Laden in Madame Two Swords? That's what I'm saying. I don't think he's in there. So I'm like, what is it, Bear Walker like was in there? I feel like years ago, they probably wouldn't, would have put him in there. But I'm, no, but I, no, I'm, I'm not saying. You're not asking mad questions. No, bro. But it's But I'm saying, why is it like, do you know what I'm saying? Like, for example, like, if, if you had, like, if you got someone like Saddam Hussein in there, for is, my, example, is, is my man in there? Mugabe in there? I have no idea. Bro. Nelson Mandela in there? No, bro, no, no. Uh-huh. Bro, there's worse. Bro. Nelson Mandela. How would you put Nelson Mandela in this? Brother. <laughs> Wait, what? <laughs> You both, no, I'm saying, no, no, there's no, 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 <laughs> nah, the, do you know what I love about Taser? Taser when Taser does something wrong, yeah, Taser will always spin it somehow. No, like, I'm just saying. I'm saying you got positive black people there. No, Dang, I'm asking, you, like, is Mother Teresa in there, like Gandhi? Like, obviously. obviously. I, uh, see, I don't you know. know I see, Mother Teresa and Gandhi, my opinion, should be up there with Hitler and them, man. But no, man, Mother, Hitler, no, no, Mother Teresa's calm, not like Gandhi. Do you know, do, do you know the story of, um, um, oh, what's his name? Nelson Mandela, yeah? He was in prison and apparently there was a prison guard here that um, they used to torture him in it. They used to beat him up, like, proper, like, mash him, him up. up, mash him up, yeah. And whenever he used to say, oh, first he could give me water, they used to piss in his mouth or piss on his, or piss on his face. And he said, when he became president, one time he was out and about as president and he's bummed into the brother, the prison guard, he used to piss in his face. And as soon as the brother saw him, he's like, no, and I think, I think there was at a restaurant and I think he saw him. And that's my dad was like, no, it's cool, don't worry about it. What? He can piss on me. Armed soldiers rush that man, brother. <laughs> if that was ever me, you, that brother is dying. What? If you can piss on my face, I think I'm going to say it's cool. And that's what there's something about revenge and like not taking out brother. What I'm saying is, there's between me being in prison and seeing a prison warden that was in jail that maybe was a bit lippy or a bit brother. I was first, you pissed in my mouth, pissed in my brother. You, that day, SAS soldiers or whoever's there, I would man tell said, man. Man said, Marvin said we send. Marvin said we would descend on your family. Brother, said, I would you. tell him flog. I said, you know what? And even what you do is even take him back to the palace. <laughs> I will flog <laughs> because I'm going to get involved in this one. <laughs> what? I see you're going to get stretches in. What? I'm going to 
I'm gonna give them. I'm gonna give them the bangs. Where like you're know, like <laughs> with <laughs> in them ones. Like I'm, I'm trying new things out. I'm gonna. I'm punching my too hard. It's bad. You gotta think about it. Yeah, you just pose the question out there. If you had someone in front of you that you did not like, think about everyone. Think everyone listening. Think about someone you don't like who you'd like to punch in the face. If you had the opportunity to punch this person in the face, knowing that they were tied up, would you do it? Yes, you would. You would. I'm saying getting fisted. You know that podcast that them man, I can't remember, I saw a clip of it and they must have asked a question and then he is getting corked in the comments. Who did what? Oh, yeah, I, I, I spoke to him. He, oh, yeah, he, he, he was at the, he was, he was at the RB. Okay. Yeah. Corked. Basically, his question was this, Keith, yeah? Mm-hmm. You don't even listen to you. It's fine. I'm, I'm not. I'm not saying we agree with it or whatever. Oh, okay. wanted, wanted. Just, just make sure before this guy. No, no, no. So his question was this. He was like, "If you could commit any crime in the world, any crime, but after you commit it, no one's allowed to commit this crime, as in it'll it'll disappear. What crime would it be?" See, that's don't answer question. the question, so, bro. But, but, but then don't answer the question. But he, but, but he said, <laughs> he, he he said, but he said he hates rapists and pedophiles, but he can't bring himself to do that. But it's like people missed that and people were corking him in the comments. People say, why did you even pose this question? Stop, yeah. giving, stop, you know, give, you know stop giving niggas microphones. <laughs> you know what, yeah? I understand with the people there, yeah? Because if, if it was a real life situation where you're like, you could actually change this shit and the question's here. It's like sometimes when people ask you, you know, them, them questions where you're like, if you could get, you know what I mean, for 10 million, would you do X, Y, Z? My brother, the 10 million ain't there. The Aussie, <laughs> <laughs> you know what it was? Because Nick will ask you, bro. He's always like, brother, for hundred million, would you suck some dick? Not answering that because they're not a hundred million. <laughs> 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 you know what I mean? You know what I mean? If there's a hundred million on the table, that question is weird. If there's a hundred million on the table, give me two minutes. I'll I was come like, back. That, that was like, <laughs> well, no, if he does it, I'll do it, man. <laughs> <laughs> it's <laughs> like it's business. Imagine the hundred million. Imagine oh, what? <laughs> <laughs> but until there's a hundred million on the table, bro. What kind of question is that, nigga? You should be ashamed of yourself for even asking me that. Unless you have a hundred million. <laughs> you know what I mean? So, it's in there, man. Yeah, what the fuck? Anyway, hope you don't enjoy the episode. If you don't like episodes like this, let us know, man. Feedback is good. You are now listening to the Three Shots of Tequila podcast with Marv Abbey, Mr. Exposed, and Taser Black. <laughs>